is now 601 in Monster Radio RX 93.1 is CWRX FM in Metro Manila, a proud member of the KDP. Good morning, Chico and Del. I'm getting curious about this broadcast. RX 93.1. Good morning, Del. Hey, Chico. <sighs> sleep well? Yeah, yeah. Whatever. I want to go back to sleep. Me too. But we can't. It's time to start the show. All right, are you ready? Here we go. The Morning Rush. Chico and Delamar. RX 93.1. Monster Radio. RX 93.1. It's a beautiful day. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. The Morning Rush. Come on. Let's wake up together. Mondays to Saturday, 6 to 9 a.m. Only here on Vanilla's Hottest, Monster Radio, RX 93.1. The Morning Rush. Monster Radio, RX 93.1. And good morning, everyone. Good morning. It is September 11th. Yes, it is. Five years from, well, since the uh, September 11 attacks in uh, New York City. Yes, and uh, I will never forget the the eve of that. I know. Uh, I mean, I mean the, the night of that. Um, it was... Uh, I remember it was around 9, 9 or something. PM, yeah, yeah, 9 p.m. And then we got a text. I checked. Well, I didn't get a text. I was really going through the news channels. Yeah. And I couldn't believe it. I didn't know what to make of... The whole picture of the plane crashing into the World Trade Center. I didn't know if it, this was a documentary or, you know, you just didn't know. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, you're the one who texted me. I think so. And then so. you just said, uh, check out CNN and, uh, you know, uh, at first uh, we didn't know if it was a terrorist what? attack. But all we, all we knew was that a plane crashed, crashed into the... exactly. So it was like, that's a freak accident. Mm -hmm. And then... We were all watch. Oh, most of us, at least, were watching already. When the, when second, the second plane, plane struck, true. and then they were like, "No, oh, there's something going on." There's and then it it crumbled to the ground. Yeah, both buildings. Later, much later that much night. Much later, yeah. And everyone was still. I was still watching at the time. Nobody wanted to go to sleep because you wanted to see what was. True. This is like it's not like. You know, the finals of a sports event. It was our lives that was hanging in the balance. And I think it was just like, at, at the beginning, the first few minutes, you just didn't know what what this was all about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right, so today, uh, you know, to uh, remember uh, this uh, very important milestone in our history, we are doing the top ten, um, the top ten yeah. personal acts of terrorism. Oh, okay. Okay, because right. you know we have the, the, the literal sense of terrorism as we know it, wherein people, you know, explode bombs mm -hmm. and, you know, sabotage them, whatever. But, you know, in, in the everyday grind... We do have, yeah. We do these little acts of terrorism or have these things done to us. To us. Mm -hmm. Whether it's by our boss, our husband, our wife... Our children. Our children, our mm -hmm. pets, even... Mm -hmm. Uh, our neighbors, our MMDA, exactly, law <laughs> enforcers, politicians, uh, religious leaders. Uh -huh. Okay, so for you, what are the personal acts of terrorism in your life okay. that you experience? All right, all right. Send in your entries over two nine seven six one nine three one. Let's start the show then. Copy that. Thirty three and thirty one. Good morning, Delamar. Checking in for the news at seventeen. It's the first one for the week for the day, and even here on the show, let's check out headline news. 
The 15,000 strong National Capital Region Police Office went on full alert yesterday to secure government and private installations here in Metro Manila on the eve of the anniversary of the 9-11 attacks in the U.S. Though no one has received intelligence reports that terrorists would, would strike the metropolis, Metro Chief Director Reynaldo Verilia ordered his five district directors to step up checkpoint and choke point operations at all entry and exit, po uh, exit points of Metro Manila. They ask the public to bear with the inconvenience brought about by their checkpoint and choke point operations because they are trying to prevent bombs and explosives from being smuggled into Metro Manila. The NCRPO chief expects tight security at bus terminals, airports and seaports, commercial and shopping centers, the stations of the LRT and the MRT, and of course the Pandacan Oil Depot. Even in our condo, it's... Uh... They never, never check like cars and all that. Mm -hmm. But for the September 11 anniversary, they're checking cars and, you know, they're frisking uh, non-residents. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty tight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how it's going to be, at least for the next couple of days. It's just good because our friend who works uh, in the uh, airline industry was saying, uh, they're they're doing it the way they do it in the states, where they ask you to remove your shoes mm -hmm. and blah blah. And then you know some some passengers are just extra like you know they they say stuff like blah 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 blah. We complain so much, but and then when something bad happens, they go, it's because security is too lax. Mm -hmm. You know, government is so incompetent. But when people are doing their jobs mm -hmm. to make sure that everybody is safe. You complain so much. Because for me, I'm really good with that. Mm -hmm. I don't I don't mind so much the inconvenience as long as you know that all the necessary steps are being taken to make sure that, you know, trips are safe. I think people, uh, they, they think that since they're not terrorists, they will not be subject to security exactly. checks. Exactly. But that's the point of a security check. Because mm -hmm. even if you knowingly are, ha well, if you have a bomb in your bag, or unknowingly, because somebody could put it there, yeah, true. attach it, or whatever, security is there for a reason, for, for obviously people who are not terrorists, but also for people who might not be as obvious. And remember, you know you're not a terrorist, but, but the other people doesn't know, don't know that. <laughs> that's so. true. Good to, it's good to be safe. So it's good to go to the airport a little bit early yes, if you're leaving. That's what they said. All right. Well, that, that's the news at 17. The first one for the day. What's happening with me? <laughs> I'll be coming back every 17th minute to keep you updated as you listen to Manila's Hottest. That's us. We are RX 93.1. <laughs> to the root box. Shake your root box. To the root box. Shake your root Radio RX 93.1 and we've got our top 10 for today the top 10 personal acts of terrorism because today is the fifth isn't it the fifth yes. anniversary of um, the 9-11 attacks 9-11 attacks and remember these are the big acts of terrorism and there are personal acts of terrorism that happen in daily life that happen in daily life and you experience every day or in in the most uh, supposedly peaceful uh, scenario scenarios. or situation. You know, uh, places like the school, the home, the office. Even church. Church, exactly. No. So the top 10 personal acts of terrorism. Let's start off at number 10 from Acer. When neighbors do karaoke full volume way past midnight. Yeah. I agree with this because I've experienced, experienced it, this once too many. Mm -hmm. And um, 
And isn't that like, isn't that torture? It is, yeah. you know, and I must say it really is to a degree terrorism because it's like... We uh, don't want to hear you We don't want to hear you. We want to sleep. And, yeah. you know, you literally become sleep deprived because of their fun and frolic. I think karaoke in general is annoying. Yeah. Because, you know, people might not want to listen to you. And because you're doing the karaoke, they're forced to listen to you. But to have to do that in the middle of the night. Yes. See? It's only fun if... You know that You're the, the one singing. And the bad singing is only fun if you know who, let's say it's your boss or the, the quiet one in the house and then they suddenly sing so loud and mm -hmm. so off-key. That's cute to you, your group. But, but for everybody else, it's just plain bad singing and, and annoying. <laughs> okay. You know, the moment you hear the, the, the initial strains of one moment in time, you're, you're like, oh, please, don't yeah. even start. Number nine from Benny. Back in the 90s, we were always terrified when my deceased uh, grandfather, who was not deceased at the time, mm -hmm. uh, the dad, the uncle, and the male cousins would all come home drunk and fight to the point of hurting each other. And it happened all the time. That's scary for those who aren't drunk. Exactly. Mm. So the moment the, the, the alpha males would come from a drinking spree, they would come home and then they would start fighting and then yeah. they would start hitting each other and, and everyone's just... Petrified. I remember Saturday we talked about uh, how the latest research says there's a male warrior effect. Yes. So men are more likely to be combative. True. Mm -hmm. So that's scary. Number eight from Raymond. Uh, back in college, there was this one time while we were doing CMT, Citizens Military Training, our commanding officer was bludgeoned on the head by members of a rival frat and they pointed guns at our company and made us lie face down as they escaped. I remember this. You know this? Yeah, I remember this. I wasn't there. Oh, serious? <laughs> yeah, I remember this. There was an attack. Um, wow, I never heard of this. At the UP Vanguard? Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Raymond was there. Number seven, coming from Jedi Master. Taxi drivers who ask for money even if the, de 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 <laughs> even if the destination isn't traffic or flooded. So, it's uh, it's one of those things. And even when they don't, when they refuse rides, you're mm -hmm. not, they're not supposed to do that. Mm -hmm. So, sometimes you'd like to just uh, report them to the... FBI. FBI, <laughs> the MTRCB. MTR uh, the LTFRB. <laughs> and, you know, just to say, you know, arrest these taxi drivers. They're not supposed to pick. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter where you're going. That's mm -hmm. their job. It's illegal for mm -hmm. them to refuse a ride. Yeah. A lot of people just don't know that, but it's illegal. And really, when they ask you for money, mm -hmm. that's extortion. It's extortion. It's terrorism. Mm -hmm. And to cap off, the bottom half of the top ten personal acts of terrorism comes from Renzo. Renzo says... Teachers who, if you didn't buy their tutina, uh, their tutino, <laughs> their tutino and longanito, and long... I give up. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I give up. The, re the reason we're like this today is because we had a pretty long night. Yeah. We were up oh and uh, we're guesting on Suyo 23 and we're just not used so to it. Sleepy. So our tongues are still I asleep. Know. So teachers, We're dropping letters here and there. I know. And adding letters where there's none. And switching them, too. Teachers who, if you didn't buy their tutina and longanito, <laughs> would not would not give you a grade as high as those who, who bought. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> and it's true. You know, sometimes you have teachers, you know, <laughs> in our case, uh, renting out VHS. <laughs> Can you imagine that? And then, you know, at the end of the class, you know, she would go like, it's like, okay, this is so weird. And then you'd have a small queue of people, of students, like returning or borrowing. And you hear comments like, oh, this is not the rewind, you know, man. That's your teacher. And it's just so freaky. You're like, what's going on here? It's like, okay. And so there, the top 10 personal acts of terrorism. So We will apologize to all of you. Profusely. Profusely in advance. Yes. So that you know that we're aware that we're bungling up. We'll try to drink some coffee and coffee. hopefully that perks us up. Okay. Okay, so the top 10 personal acts of terrorism. <laughs> Send in your entries over 297619. Cross your fingers. <laughs> this is going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> Monster Radio RX 93.1. Time for the top 10 for today. We are doing the top 10 personal acts of terrorism. Okay. Today being uh, 9-11. Yes. All right. Let's start off at number five from Kath. Uh, Ex-boyfriends who stalk or blackmail you until you come back to them. Really? Yeah. It's like, you know, you want to move on, but... Uh, they won't let you? It's more like uh, it wasn't a, a mutual breakup. It's like you but broke up with him. Mail? Yeah, it's like you come back to me or, or I'll tell your parents whatever. how many times we did it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's not exactly one of those very uh, gracious kinds of breakups. Gracious exits. Yeah. Mm. And uh, number four coming from Spy Shadow. The leader, the very leader of the Al-Qaeda is in my own living room. I call her monster-in-law. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. So not a happy camper right there. Number three. Don't you just wonder how, with all the technology in this day and age, they can't find Osama bin Laden? Yeah. It's it's unbelievable. Uncanny. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and um, that's something so low tech, like the the the, the caves. The caves of, of hiding the in the caves. Yeah. Would uh, defeat such high tech Can withstand. technology. Yeah, that's true. I mean, true. high technology. So mm -hmm. it's it's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's weird. And they were saying uh, sonar doesn't really like uh, you know um, go that deep when you go really deep under the earth and all that. Or all those that. heat heat <clears throat> sensors. Yeah, heat sensors. So that you can just focus it in onto a, a cave and know if some creatures are there and by the heat they emit. Yeah, and then they were saying sometimes even if you do get let's say readings of you know people there. You don't know that's him. You can't just mm -hmm. go bombing because they but might be... at least be... you can investigate. You can start investigating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, they say it's really difficult because uh, a lot of the places uh, can only be reached by foot. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, you can drive a plane there or something, but it, it's not as uh, accessible. True. Uh, yeah. It's pr pretty much like the jungles, mm -hmm. I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not so easy to go, okay, they're here. Let's go get them. Yeah. Yeah. Number three, coming from Ronks and something similar from um, Wrench 1020. My fart is a weapon of mass destruction. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a weapon of yeah. mass destruction. Mm. Yeah, WMD. Number two from Twilight. 
I'm a perfectionist. So when my kids get low grades uh, or low scores in the exams, I really snap their heads off. I feel it's an insult because I'm the one who tutors them. So before my daughter shows me her test paper, she's already apologizing. Oh, that's awful, because man. she's Because she's, uh, she, she's scared because she knows that uh, she'll get it. Hey, that's awful. Yeah. 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 So, and I, I don't agree with the fact that you think it's an insult to you. Yeah. Because it's not about you. It should be about your kids mm -hmm. and their learning capacity. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, when you're just too eager for them to get good grades, sometimes you don't make space for some things yeah. that you might have to because you're a parent and you're the one who knows your child more. And uh, remember, they were saying that a lot of kids got punished, got um, suspended, got a lot of uh, demerits. And people, teachers, and their parents didn't know that they had dyslexia, yeah. which is a learning disability. Mm -hmm. So you're punishing a kid for something they have totally no control over. And remember some of the, the kids who get the lowest grades or the most unruly are actually uh, smarter than yes. the rest. Mm -hmm. There is such a thing. Not all, though, but some very, very smart kids cannot pay attention because they're bored. Yes. They already know it. They're basically, the reason they're misbehaving, the, the reason they're not paying attention because is they, because they know it already. They know it already, and they need something more to stimulate their <laughs> minds. So. I remember my youngest brother, <laughs> um, Mars. Mm -hmm. He was a, a... When he was young, he didn't want to go to school. Mm -hmm. I think he was in kindergarten. And my mom had to ask him, why don't you want to go to school? And then my, my brother said, Kasi yung teacher, yun na lang ang yun na sinasabi, alam ko na yun eh. <laughs> <laughs> you already knew it. Yeah. So he was a bit impatient. So with some kids, it's really like you ne you need to make them interested. True. And you have to go to a special school for that. Mm -hmm. And they were saying if you were to visit those schools, the kids are uh, challenged more. And so they behave. They're given more. And then yeah. they're, they're more behaved mm -hmm. because suddenly they're interested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the top, personal act of terrorism comes from No Name. No Name says, One time, a car was parked in our driveway. It was because the neighbors were having a party. And when we asked them, when we asked the neighbors that, excuse me, but one of your guests' cars is uh, parked in our, in our driveway. And they kept, you know, hedging and saying, oh, we don't know. We, we've already asked, but, you know, we don't know whose car that is. And... No name had to call the barangay in order for them to actually so do something really about there. it. So it was really there. Of course. Oh wow. Who else? They were just you know it's probably like they just don't want to oh, move just, their. Just car. tell them you don't know who owns it, and yeah. then you know we'll just, leave you alone. Yeah, and then once they're asleep, later much later on, that's when we'll get the car, and you know mm, by that time we're on them. our way home. Very very evil. Mm -hmm. How dare you? That's that's their driveway, True. and what they're supposed to park outside because they can't get inside their own house. Go get him, Chico. But the moment the barangay is there. Then sudden, suddenly they the show up. The owner goes, oh, that's my car. Yeah, because we'll Let go, me move okay, it. it's nobody's car, then we'll tow it. Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, that car. <laughs> oh, yeah, that car is mine. Yeah, I totally forgot that's mine. Yeah. We have so many cars at home. I totally forgot that's mine. And I swear it's just so imbonlicicate. What? The, it's so intricimsicate. <laughs> What's that? When you're like so, you don't care what happens to other people. Implicator nurse. What? Uh, in in subordinate. No, <laughs> inconsiderate. Inconsiderate. There you go. <laughs> what is it with you? It's so inconsiderate. Your random access memory is not working. Yeah, mm -hmm. you don't have enough RAM. Mm -hmm. All right, the top ten personal acts of terrorism. We're not talking about the big, you know, death 
death-causing terrorism. We're talking about the everyday grind kind of personal terrorism. I'm so affected by the young kids. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the, the tutoring. The tutoring. Yeah, you want your kids to be happy. They'll only be kids for a couple of years, and they'll never get it back. Yeah. And if they spend it afraid of you... You know they're gonna do that to the to their own kids. Yeah, look at me. When I was a tutor, the the, the kids loved me, because you know when I said, uh, let's say, my nephew wasn't really studying, mm -hmm. and I said, okay, um, I don't think you're really interested. Uh, you're not doing. You're not following any of my instructions, and mm -hmm. you're not really listening to what I'm saying. So I'll just go downstairs, tell your mother, forget it. I'm not tutoring anymore. That's how he, you did it. Yeah, and then he goes, really. <laughs> <laughs> And his face lit up. I'm like, that is not the reaction I was hoping for. You, you I was wanted making him to big, stop you. Exactly. I was making this big dramatic scene for so that so that you would go, No, no don't, don't leave, leave. I want to learn. Fill my mind with knowledge. But no, he's like, really? <laughs> well, not all people are geeks. Well, yeah. <laughs> Like okay. you. <laughs> Just send in your entries to 9761931. Stop, please. Fill my mind with knowledge. knowledge. Good grief. I am an empty vessel. <laughs> Fill me up. <laughs> Good morning. Time for the news at 17 here on The Morning Rush. My name is Dell, and I got news on Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin is everywhere at the Sunshine Coast town where his Australia Zoo is situated. Billboard-sized images of the crocodile hunter's face invariably contorted into an expression of utter astonishment decorate most roads, but there has been nothing clear-cut about Irwin's private funeral service. No reliable information could be gleaned about the service widely thought to have been held at the zoo on Saturday or yesterday or possibly this morning. The decision by his family and friends to keep all details of the service secret has fueled several contradictory rumors and news reports. After Irwin's body was apparently transported from a funeral home to the zoo at 2 p.m. on Saturday, it was reported that it might have been buried on zoo grounds in the late afternoon. Family members and close friends gathered afterwards for a barbecue before leaving the zoo together just after sunset. That had suggested that the barbecue was actually the funeral. It was widely believed that Irwin wanted to be cremated just like his late mother. Yesterday, about 250 surfers formed a large circle off Alexandra Headland Beach. As a tribute to Irwin, flowers were placed in the water in his memory. Aww. It's, I don't know why, but it, I'm so affected by his death. Yeah. For me, the most thing that would suffer apart from of course his conservation effort because mm -hmm. he was really a staunch conservationist and he got people on his side mm -hmm. whether or not you agree how much how close he got to animals mm -hmm. at least he he brought animals and their the threat to their existence to the forefront of the public's mind true and and aside from that i think i i pity his kids because yeah. they will know that their dad was great, but they wouldn't have had enough time to, to really to bond him. with him. And yeah. to me, that's one of the greatest losses. Because remember, he is who he is because of his father. Mm -hmm. 
fact that and you watch Animal Planet now, he's very vocal about that. Yeah, and it's really sad. The, the, the little tribute uh, thing they have of him. The past two days, yeah, right? Uh, the marathon he, special? He goes... Uh, and then the one that they repeat over and over again, the one that goes, uh, my, my main goal, my main it's mission to is to save wildlife. Mm -hmm. And thank you for coming with me. And it was just so sad. That would always be the last line. And then they'd show Steve Irwin, 1962 to 2006. It was it's like... Just so, just so sad. I know. Oh, and it's it's so because I, among all the the nature presenters, he's not exactly my favorite. Yeah, exactly. But, but I exactly. acknowledge what he's done. And even even if it, let's say in our uh, in your judgment, your personal judgment, he's made a lot of mistakes. The, the, you cannot deny the very core of of, what he's of him doing, yeah. is really saving wildlife. I know, and we so were, you cannot fault him for that. True, my my friend and I were were watching him yesterday, and you could really see his enthusiasm. I think it's that he's just overzealous. Yeah, he loves. He just animals. loves what he's doing. And we've never seen that before because most people, me included, before. Uh, the 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 advent of the nature channels. Yes. I was afraid. And he was and this this uh, batch. Mm -hmm. He was the pioneer. True. He started this whole thing. Yeah. And then came out animal poop. Uh, animal poop. -poo. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a marathon. Came out of I'm animal planet. She goes new I'm expression. Sorry. Everywhere we go, uh, he's saying he's saying that word. Animal planet. And mm -hmm. then it's that started the whole thing. I yeah. mean. After David Attenborough, and you know, it became pop. It became a pop thing, and then true. out came Jeff Corwin, and then et cetera, et cetera. But, but Steve after, Irwin started it. But after David Attenborough, it was a different kind of yeah, presentation exactly. of nature. This is the one where the new batch, the new batch, you know, and they're, they're funny. Quirky. Yeah, because yeah, David Attenborough was very serious, yeah. very, very British. You I know? love his specials, so. though. Yeah. And um, um, Jeff Corwin is also great. Yeah. I love him because when you when you see him touch the animals, he's he does it with respect. Yeah. With the fine with acknowledgement that these are wild animals. True. They are not our pets. They're wild. And uh, even if they're just trying to defend themselves or trying to get away from us, we could get seriously or fatally hurt. Yeah. So you have to be careful. So sad. It's so sad. But And once once he's buried, it's like, that's it. That's it. Exactly. You can't even argue anymore. It's like, are you sure? That's can we revive him or something? But isn't that a great life? Yeah. That, yeah. that people know what you did. And people are affected by your loss. Yes. It's, it's the greatest legacy for you. I mean, you know. And I'm sure that was the farthest thing from his exactly. mind, too. But it was just incidental that people could see what he did yeah. and feel saddened by his death because it was too soon. True. All right. Well, there you go. That's the news at 17 here on The Morning Rush. I'll come back just one more time to keep you updated as you listen to Manila's Hottest, our X93.1. Monster Radio, RX 93.1, and it's time for the top 10 personal acts of terrorism. Okay, let's uh, do, let me see here, let's do the bottom half. Let us start off at number 10 from Gorgeous Bitch. People who text after 12 midnight just to ask something. Oh, this is my pet peeve. Yeah. Because um, just because you're up at late at night doesn't mean, doesn't mean everyone else is. You know how... 
like companies always say, call us office hours, come by office hours. Mm -hmm. It should be the same with people. After a certain time, you're already intruding. And unless it's very important, important. and it's essential that they get the message at a certain time, like emergencies, mm. usually you wait, because that's what I do. Even though sometimes, even if, if I feel it's urgent, it's, it, yeah. I wait until the next that's morning. That's true, like, for, especially for us, since mm -hmm. we wake up so early and mm -hmm. people text at 1 in the morning. Yeah. It's like, don't you understand that normal people are asleep at this time? And especially and for... sometimes their messages are just, you know... Yeah, like a forward. Like or a forward uh, or, or just, hey, how are you? I mean, these are conversations mm -hmm. we should be having, you know? Normal hours of the day, not at one in the morning. True. And uh, you know how sometimes some people... Even if you were to, uh, you know, throw a grenade beside them, they won't wake up. But the moment they hear the, the sound the of the text, mm -hmm. you're up. Because, mm -hmm. you know, you've been trained that, oh, it might be an important message. True. So it doesn't matter how deep in REM sleep you are. The minute, the minute the you hear a text, you will wake up. And mm -hmm. not everyone can just bounce back to sleep yeah. after looking at, you know, a text message. So it's true. it can be quite a burden and sometimes. And some people really don't think that yeah. they're intruding. And they think like, okay, well, I'm awake at one. So, it, so it's still early. I can still text people. It's yeah. like, no, you have to respect other people's time. True. Number nine from Lloyd Boggy. Sometimes I'm such a terrorist when it comes to fast food uh, crews. You know, when they st say stuff like, would you like fries with that? Or they offer s other products. Mm -hmm. When I'm really hungry, I just go, I just stare at them and say very sternly, can you just give me my order? I'm starving. <laughs> It's like, if I wanted that, I would have asked for it. So give me my order now. You know, I, I actually did something like that once. <laughs> really? But it was via, like, over the phone. Okay. I was having something <clears throat> delivered. And I already had a record with them. Because mm -hmm. I have that fast food delivered to my house all the time. And, and most fast foods have that. Yeah, so they have a record. And I'm like, ma'am, what's your name? What's your phone number? Where are you? What's your address? I said, and I had to stop. Excuse me, but don't you have my record? I don't want to go through this all over again. Mm -hmm. And then he was quiet, and then he said, Oh, um, well, we're just updating our system. Oh. Yeah. So I said, Oh, really? Okay, then I'll just call some other time. Because mm -hmm. I was, you know, how yeah. sometimes you just want business. Yeah. And like, don't even go. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I'm just, you know, impatient. <laughs> <laughs> One time. The only time I sort of got impatient with this was uh, I, I ordered, uh, like, coffee. Mm -hmm. And then I said, okay, just, uh, just two coffees. And then the one, uh, you know, at the, what do you call that? The the counter the counter person said uh, would you like drinks with that and I said isn't coffee yeah, a drink <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit impatient because like what do you mean drinks duh. drinks with coffee yeah, so <laughs> I'm sorry you know, but this, this is, a... is what we call BQ <laughs> yeah bitchiness quotient it goes really I'm up I'm really sorry yeah. it's just that you know would you like drinks with that did I just order drinks drink? yeah okay and then number eight <laughs> coming from Mushu after I lost my job, I changed all the passwords in all my reports so they would never be able to retrieve them. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, uh, terrorists. Mm. Uh, they sometimes leave after, let's say, a, 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 what do you call that, a hostage situation. Mm -hmm. they, they don't just run in because sometimes they leave booby traps mm -hmm. there. Number seven, coming from Rose. In high school, we had an evening class. 
And we used to remove all the starters in the lights so that the teacher will have no choice but to send us home. Because she would enter the room, it would be pitch black. Yeah, and the light wouldn't come on. She would turn on all the lights, nothing, and she would be like, what's wrong? Okay, I guess there's a big malfunction. Let's just all go home. Mm -hmm. So teachers be warned. Little terrorists. And to cap off the bottom half of the top ten uh, personal acts of terrorism, first comes from Kahansa. Kahansa says, People who flout order and make seeing it, whether in cars or like parking, in, 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 lines. in lines, in groceries, mm. any form of, you know, making seeing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other one is also from Inyaki. Motorcycle drivers are terrorists on wheels. Yeah, I so agree. <laughs> I just really agree. Because there are no rules yeah. set for motorcycles. And Not yet. You know, they really cut cars mm -hmm. and really dangerous mm -hmm. and they should be held accountable because here in the philippines if you hit a motorcycle the, the bigger car pays for everything but doesn't it matter if they're fault but it shouldn't be like that because yeah. they should be treated like cars and if you get into an accident and you could prove that it was their fault they should be paying you actually it's funny they would always complain that the cars are bullies. Mm -hmm. Like when you honk at them, they look at you like, just because you're in a car, you think you can push me around. But that's not true. It's a lot of the times, it's the other, they, way, it's around. The other way around. They're the ones who are bullies mm -hmm. just because they're small. Yeah. And, you know, they can just do whatever they want, weave in and out. And I know. It's Trust me, one of these days, there will be an accident. I mean, involving yeah. motorcycles. And, and, and it it'll, will be it, it'll spur, you know, uh, change, legislation. Hopefully. 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 I, well, hopefully it doesn't, it doesn't come, yeah, need to come true. to that. Yeah. But... Yeah. Okay. The top 10 personal acts of terrorism. All you got to do is send in your entries 29761931. Monster Radio RX 93.1 and time for the top 10 for today. The top 10. Yeah, go ahead. Personal acts of terrorism. All right, before we get into it, can I just say a quick hello to my dad who's hey. listening and also to my sister, Audrey. Good morning. Hey, good morning. And Acer was saying, whoa, I just bought a motorcycle yesterday, but I agree with you guys. Now, since I know motorcyclists' uh, mistakes, <laughs> I will try not to commit the same when I'm on my bike. And you be careful and please don't don't ride your bike without a helmet. Yes. Headgear. So I saw a motorcyclist yesterday who was wearing a biker's helmet. Oh, you need a motorcycle, motorcycle helmet. Yeah, because of the speed. Yes. That you could, you know, be going. The reason a, 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 a biker's helmet is softer is because you don't go as fast. As you fast, don't go, you exactly. Know, so mm. more protection. Yeah. And uh, Kath was saying, hey, guys, I'm really a big fan of your tandem since I was in grade five. Now I'm, I'm already 22 years old. And still listening. <laughs> Why do you have the need to tell us how old you are? Yeah, don't don't bring don't bring up the yeah. date anymore. The age. No, but years. I think it's because they're just so fond of the fact that they've been, been so with long. us for so long. Yeah, I think that's it. And Ann MP was saying congratulations to the UST cheering squad for placing first for five straight years. Wow. Hey, congratulations. All right, we're doing the top 10 personal acts of terrorism since it's 9-11 today. Number five from Puff Daddy, people with putok who ride jam-packed <laughs> MRT, buses, etc. Yeah, deadly because weapon. they don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. I, mean, I mean, the people around you have, have no choice but to bear with it. And for some people, it's really not as simple as, sheesh, it's just B.O. For some, they really feel like, 
yeah. vomiting you know when they smell something as and some are like they really cause headaches it's like oa yeah. like you can't believe somebody could actually smell like co- that conjure a smell <laughs> like that from the depths of hell <laughs> no sometimes it, really it, sometimes it smells like satan's breath <laughs> no cuz like how, how did that you I know smell? <laughs> sometimes it feels like little hands that that sh- are shoved up your no- nostril and they like pull down your Uvula? <laughs> Your uvula? Number four, coming from Acer. Spell uvula. U-V-U-L-A. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. Okay. Like like uvula. Oh, I thought it was like EU. Oh, no, no, no. Like Europe. No. Europe. Because I never thought it was pronounced uvula. I always thought it was like uvula. Uvula. Yeah. The uvula. The uvula. Number four from Acer. Religious groups preaching in buses and shoving donation envelopes in your face. Leave us alone. <laughs> okay. No, because it's like... No, just put it in its proper place, yes. I think. Yes. Yeah. And, and you have to do it, I would say, let's say if you were going to do that, do it on the street. Mm-hmm. Where people, if they didn't want to listen to you... Could can, get away from you. Can walk away. Mm. And those who want to listen can stay. Yeah. But when you're preaching in a bus, people... Uh, have no escape and they have no choice and mm. it's a captured audience and it's not fair because they might not want to hear what you have to say no matter how well-meaning your intentions may be. I don't mind the preaching thing since people know that if you're in a public <clears throat> place anyone can talk. Mm-hmm. It's the offering I have a problem with because yeah. you know you mar the whole thing you're sh- saying mm-hmm. by asking for money. For money. They should, if anyone wants to give to the church, any kind of church, they'll find a way. They'll find a way. <laughs> yeah. It shouldn't be on the bus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give them an option yeah. to stop and listen. Yeah. Because, you know, if people started uh, standing up and, you know, started preaching about Satan, I don't think you'd appreciate it. Oh, well, as that's well. true. You know? That's true. It, it's, it only seems good because, you know, you're We're talking all about, yeah, yeah, about most God of us and least. all that. Mm-hmm. But if, if it's not your cup of tea, uh, you might resent having to listen to or it. Or any other religion for, yeah. for that matter. And you paid for a ride, not for a, for a sermon or mm-hmm. something. Number three, coming from McLeod. Being awakened at 3 a.m. by my angry wife, waving my cell phone in my face, screaming, At sino naman tong Jessica na nag-text sa'yo ng I miss you? Busted. <laughs> <laughs> he's not saying it's he's not, not true. Saying it's not true. It's, it's, but which, it's an act of terrorism. Yeah, it's like, like no, no, no. It's an act of consequence. <laughs> That's what it is. And another cell phone entry from Ariage. People who read your cell phone inbox without your permission. Yeah. And it is terrorism because it's like these are private messages. Yeah, it's not for you. Yeah. Actually, if if the owner doesn't invite you to look at their phone you shouldn't even be picking it up i hate it when people you know like without your permission without your knowing it start they start mm. going through it and then when they see an incriminating message yourself or or, or picture they go what's this and i'm like how dare you mm-hmm. and then you have the uh, the you have the gall to to, to taunt bring it me up, yeah and say so what picture did they see was it really x-rated no no it was more of a message Oh, yeah. what, what kind of message? Yeah, the, what did it say? Uh, you know, like a, a lovey-dovey kind of message. Oh, really? Like, like, <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Notice I'm so nosy. I know. I'm not going to tell I you. I like to snoop around. <laughs> Number two from Cool Penai. Patients, 
pasyente na sila pa ang galit after you spent the whole day looking for blood para sa anak nilang may dengue. Yeah, but I think that's really something that doctors have to deal with yeah. or medical workers have yeah. to deal with. Yeah. Yeah, because well, uh, it's They're pretty under understandable because under stress. They're yeah. fearful for their children's lives. Yeah. And another one from uh, No Name. Um, nurses in the ICU who sleep during their shifts, which could cost lives. And when you call their attention, they say stuff like, in demand ng nurses ngayon. What's that supposed to yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's got nothing to do with, with I just whether, brought up. Yeah, whether or not you guys are in demand, this is your job. You're supposed to do it a certain way. True, and, and lives are at stake. Lives are at stake. So. ICU, did you say ICU? ICU, and they sleep through, it's, it's no joke. How would you like it if somebody you hmm. love is in the ICU and the nurse who's supposed to be taking care of them is sleeping? Because the care isn't very intensive yeah. if you sleep on the job. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> it is, after all, the intensive care unit. It should be called the MCU, yeah. mediocre care unit. <laughs> BQ, <laughs> bitchy quotient going up here on the show. Or SEU, so-so care unit. <laughs> and the top personal act of terrorism comes from Frederick. Frederick says, In my dental clinic, when I have a Pasaway kid patient, my assistant escorts the parent out of the room then I tell the kid in my coldest, <laughs> scariest voice, If you don't let me do my job, you'll never see your mom again. <laughs> no way! And then she says, It works like a charm. <laughs> she terrorizes the kid. Threatens them. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And instantly they behave. You know what? Just be careful, parents. You never know. <laughs> You could be bringing your kid to her. If you if you know of a, of a hot dentist, be careful. That could be friendly. a hot female dentist. Yes. Yeah. Mm. All right. So the top ten personal acts of terrorism, <laughs> and I love it the way she put my coldest, scariest voice. You'll never see your mother again. <laughs> personal acts of terrorism. Sending your entries two nine seven six one nine three one. Good morning, Delamore checking in again for the news at 17, and it being a Monday, third newscast for the morning rush, we're checking out the North American box office over the weekend. The Covenant, a tale of supernatural teens trying to destroy each other at an elite boarding school, ascended to the top of the weekend box office with a modest take of $9 million. It was Sony Screen Jump's ninth top opener this year, but its box office take was much less than the studio's The Exorcism of Emily Rose, which took in more than $30 million in the same weekend a year ago. The Covenant knocked off the previous number one movie, Disney's football drama Invincible. The Mark Wahlberg flick dropped to third place with $5.8 million. While The Covenant ruled among teen moviegoers, older audiences helped Hollywoodland grab the number two spot with its $6 million debut. The drama about the 1959 death of TV Superman George Reeves stars Ben Affleck as Reeves, Diane Lane as his rich mistress, and Adrian Brody as a private detective investigating Reeves' death. Meanwhile, moviegoers pushed the year's biggest hit, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, past the $1 billion box office threshold. After 10 weeks in theaters, the Johnny Depp sequel has grossed $416.6 million in the U.S., plus $587.5 million internationally. It's amazing. This is amazing. It's amazing. And it couldn't have happened to a better actor. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 
Johnny Depp, uh, it's about time. But you know what? They In Entertainment Weekly, they traced all his movies from the very beginning. Mm -hmm. He, take away the, the Pirates of the mm -hmm. Caribbean, he's only had two movies, believe it or not, that breached the 100 million mark. Uh, Will, uh, Charlie... And the chocolate factory. And the factory. chocolate factory, and uh, and one more. And it was like, wow. I mean, I never knew that he was such a. I mean, he was not a, a big box office star. And well, as much as he was a, a a household name. But I think it's more because of the choices he made. Yes. The movies yes. that he chose were not really for great box office. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, it's not really the big Hollywood movies. And but which was great. Which was very good. Because he was very consistent, and he was always saying that he wanted to play certain types of characters, and you can see it in his choices. And it's funny the way these types of actors are. Uh, Craig, uh, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. Uh, the next, saying, James Bond. the next James Bond. They were saying, why would you take up something like this? You'll be pigeonholed forever. And he was like, uh, yeah, uh, what if I wanted to do a role that, uh, the role of a gay biker after this, would I be able to do it? Mm -hmm. Would the studio allow me to do something like this? And I really like actors who want the weird roles because nobody else will take them. That's true. Yeah. And they're the brave ones. They're the brave ones. Who bring roles that have, you know, that, that are so different, they make a mark. And John, like Edward Scissorhands. I remember Johnny Depp took on, in the same movie, he, talk, uh, he took uh, dual roles of a sadistic uh, prison guard and a drag queen. In one movie. In, um, the one with uh, Javier Bardem. Yeah, yeah, by Nightfall. Before, before, before Nightfall. So it was like, wow, he is brave. Yeah, brave. Yeah. Like a hero. Mm. Well, there you go. That's the news at 17. It continues all throughout the day, but the next one will be on Jumpstart with Fran. Just keep it locked in to Manila's Hottest, RX 93.1. Monster Radio, RX 93.1, and time for the top 10 for today. But before that, can we just say happy birthday to a daughter, Raina. Uh, she's in grade one, uh, according to the dad. Okay, uh, she enjoys listening to you guys, especially the top 10. Today is her 13th birthday, and she's now in grade seven. Oh, she started listening in grade one. Please greet her over the radio from the Dad Happy Rex. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Rhina! And Lloyd Poggy would just like to uh, congratulate the UP Pep Squad for uh, winning a cheer competition. Also, happy birthday to Marco Paolo Pineda from all your friends, especially coming from Eman Ordinanza. All right, the top 10 uh, personal acts of terrorism. All right. It's 9 11 today. Let's uh -huh. start off at number 10. From Red King, ladies who don't reject you until the very last minute when you already see them with somebody else. And the reason they give? Because they don't want to hurt you. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, this is coming from experience. If you're going to hurt them and you know you're going to hurt them, do it as early as possible. Do it quick because you, yeah. uh, you, know, you don't... Uh, you don't want to prolong the yeah, agony. To lead them on. To lead them on. And uh, also from South Butch Diet, I think my wife, Sandra Bullock, is a terrorist because she's the bomb. <laughs> okay. Okay. Number nine from Acer. Fast food chains whose kitchens are infested with German roaches but do not want to invest in a good pest control program. I can name names. Ooh. Mm. Wait, German? I think they're the small ones. Oh, okay. The ones okay. that we think are babies, but actually that's... They're full grown. They're, they're full grown. But that's what they're called. Mm -hmm. And how come they're here? They should be in Europe. 
Well, you know how they travel <laughs> through, you know, like uh, planes and boats. That's and true. Remember, yeah. a lot of a lot of the the creatures we consider native Pest. aren't actually from here. Yeah, e even like uh, certain rats, right? Mm -hmm. I think the black rat is a European yeah. animal that have uh, reached our shores because of the the, um, the ships. The ships. Yeah, they remember the the, the things, the, the big ropes that attach the the mooring to the mooring. Mm -hmm. Those are where and they also, traditionally pass. And also the grains that they, they bring with them. Yes, yes. That's what attracts the, the, the rats. Certain uh, mosquitoes. The dengue mosquito is not uh, Native it's an to the African or South American mm -hmm. uh, strain. Yeah. Number nine from Asia. They say tires. Yeah. Tires that are imported from other uh, countries. Have that's like, where the... That's where they lay their nest. I mean, the, their eggs. Yeah, the, and then the larvae. It, yeah, and then when they arrive at their port of destination they become mosquitoes oh, okay. the kitty kitties and uh, <laughs> number number eight kitty kitties the kitty kitty uh aspen says people who wear damp smelly jeans <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes you can't help it yeah you know, you when, do when know that sun, smell yes yes but when the sun hasn't been shining for seven weeks yeah you know we can't can't be helped but we all know that smell that, smell. that particular in tagalog we call it kulob yeah because it didn't uh dry properly uh, properly mm. uh, number eight coming from chaser People who take so long ordering in a fast food joint, even when they know there's a long line behind yeah. them. When they, you know, there's already a long line. They've been waiting for minutes and minutes and minutes. And then the moment they get to the front, they then they start forever. choosing yeah. what they, they should have chosen already While what they, they wanted. While they were waiting. According to Jennifer, it's what you call, there's a sensitivity chip that's missing. Yes. Yeah. And to cap off the bottom half of the top ten personal. Jennifer Aniston, by the way. Uh, no, no other Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer Aniston. Aniston. Not Mendoza, not Sevilla, <laughs> but Aniston. And the top personal act of terrorism comes from Nier. Nier says. N-Y-E-R, Nier. Okay. A friend who forced us to give cash instead of gifts for her wedding. Forced? Because I think, okay, I think um, it's very understandable people who prefer cash but I think it has to be a preference yeah like cash would be appreciated but it can't be like guys you have to give me cash don't buy me a gift don't buy, buy me give a gift me cash, because yeah. you know what with these things again there's a sensitivity chip needed That's, here mm -hmm. because when you when you give an okay for gifts you give the option for uh, for people who are uh, who have financial constraints mm -hmm. to give you a nice but uh, inexpensive gift mm -hmm. It, you know, they save face because it's really nice mm -hmm. and they didn't have to shell out so much. Mm. But when you give, when you ask for cash and you don't give them a choice, you force them to, give you know, to something. give you a, an actual price it's and a, you can't disguise them. Actually. It's a bit icky. Mm. It's always uh, acceptable to say it's preferred. Mm -hmm. especially and then for, give them the choice. For, for couples who have to, let's say, migrate right after the wedding. Mm. We can't bring all the stuff you give us. So uh, cash would be appreciated. Mm -hmm. But don't ever say cash only. So just <laughs> pretend you're migrating. Now or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we're doing this because, you know, terrorism doesn't necessarily have Exist to exist on a big scale big scale yeah sometimes it, it works on a very small scale and it's important for us to identify, identify that sometimes it. these things we do are personal acts of terrorism all right send in your entries two nine seven six one nine three one 
Monster Radio RX 93.1. Time for the top 10 personal acts of terrorism. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go. Let's, uh, let's start off at number five. We're doing the top half. And the, the reason we're doing this is because it is uh, 9-11. Five years after. Yes, five years after the 9-11 terrorist attacks. You know, the, the images shocked the whole world. Yes. And it was a different... We woke up to a different world the next day. It was True. Everything was just so different. People felt differently. The way you would look at the Middle East, security in the U.S., all of a sudden the superpower wasn't so secure, wasn't th- so super. I think that's what uh, shocked the the Americans so much because not like with us. With us, we feel vulnerable, mm-hmm. you know, third world countries. But they were saying, you know, just when you thought that this was the most powerful nation and it can happen to them, yeah. can that you imagine how it is for everybody true. else? Nobody's invincible in it, this day and age. It reminds me of what, um, what's his name, Ollivander, the one who, who sold wands in uh, Harry Potter. Oh, yeah, yeah. When he said, you know, dumb, um, no, 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 what's his name? The, he who must not be named. Voldemort. Yeah, I was saying, uh, you know, he did, he did great things. Yeah. Great in the sense that it was big. It was big. But it was bad. Well, yeah, true. And it, it's the same thing for the, the September 11 attacks. It was so, it was such a grand scheme mm-hmm. getting three airplanes, two of which landed, I mean, well, crashed into the World Trade Center. It was just absolutely horrifying. And uh, I think that's the, the main, uh, you know, purpose of this because sometimes when we say terrorism, we're thinking suicide bomb yeah, attacks and yeah. all that. But sometimes we commit. You know, little acts of, you know, everyday acts of terrorism. We want to sow terror in the hearts of the people of, around us. Of others. And we have to, to control know. control them. Yeah, and we, yeah. we have to know that, you know, sometimes we, we do, do these things. Mm. So the top ten uh, personal acts of terrorism. Let's start off at number five from Loy Poggy and Gorgeous Bitch. Credit card agents who call you, harass you, and sometimes <laughs> even threaten you. You know, like, uh, especially when you're in the malls. Yeah. They really hound you, and you already said no, and they'd still say, oh, but blah, 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 uh, excuse me, no. Can yeah, you spell blah, blah, no? Blah, blah, blah. No is a complete sentence. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and also from GC, mga taong sobrang bilid sa sarili, kala mo guapo, di naman. Kung ako nga, guapo talaga, di naman nagyayabang eh. Okay. <laughs> a sentiment that most men have. Yes. Number four. Regardless from, of whether uh, of they... how true. Mm-hmm. Number four from McDenzel. I pulled down my classmate's PE shorts. Unfortunately, <laughs> his brief was also pulled down. He never talked to me again. If you think that was bad, from Brainiac. Uh-huh. I pulled down my classmate's shorts. I didn't know he wasn't wearing underwear. <laughs> Worse, mm-hmm. bizarrely, his thingy was wrapped in toilet paper like a mummy. Exactly. It didn't matter. The point is everyone saw. Since then, his nickname became Mighty Meaty Mummy. (laughs) Because in the dead of night, he comes alive. (laughs) But can you imagine, for whatever reason, he had to wrap his thingy with with toilet paper. Everyone saw. It's the worst thing you can do, especially for people in, like, high school or grade school. Yeah. Number three. I told you about my dream, right? (laughs) What? About, you know, little people. Little as in what? Like, um, you know, a small man. A grown, he's grown up, but he's small. Well, okay, okay. there. Well, no, he was okay there. <laughs> <laughs> in my dream, I don't know why I dreamt of this. Oh, that dream, yeah. And it was like he was leaving, and he was going, well, if you don't want me, 
you can't have this. And then in my dream, I saw his, you know what? And it wasn't so small. Okay. Why was I dreaming of that? Don't ask me. Well, I'm, well I am a lonely woman. Big things come in small packages. <laughs> I don't know. Ay, ay, ay. Number three, coming from uh, No Name. Mini terrorists. My nephews and nieces refuse to wake up during school days, but wake up even hours earlier on weekends to play loudly. Yeah, yeah, I was Like kids. when it's a weekend, when it's a weekday, you refuse and <laughs> I can't get up. It's too early. I'm so sleepy. Let's say you wake them up, up, up at, uh, let's say, six. Mm -hmm. But on weekends, they wake up at four to without play loudly the without the alarm clock. Okay, number two from uh, Sayuri. In college, we had a rich brat classmate who got expelled because of our Spanish teacher. After three days, a hearse showed up in front of our school with a white coffin and flowers delivered to her. It was really scary. Yikes. Yeah. Yikes. Mm -hmm. It's like you got me expelled? Yeah, this is what I'm going to do oh to you. Oh, my goodness. Scary. Yeah. And uh, the top. Okay, little uh, personal acts of uh, personal acts of uh, terrorism comes from No Name. No Name says, when my brother and I were young, our yaya ordered us ordered us to get her panties uh, and hand it to her after she took a shower. Nothing sleazy, just more like get it for me and yeah, then hand it to abode. me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, annoyed at her bossiness, we sprinkled chili pepper on her <laughs> panties. You should have heard the invectives she screamed at us. Oh my God! Chili pepper. Oh, wow. Okay. The sensation. Yes. Sensations. So there you go. So what about us? What for us are the everyday acts of terrorism that um, we experience? For me, unruly kids. Mm. Kids that you can't talk to. Mm -hmm. And I really have no patience for them. Yeah. I like kids who you can talk to, who you can reason with. Mm -hmm. And that comes with parents who do that to them on a daily basis as they're growing up. Mm -hmm. And like there are some kids who are like just absolutely horrible. They're horrible kids and they run around terrorizing other kids and grown ups as well. Mm -hmm. And for me I just I terrorize them back. I'm like I'm not gonna I don't care. Yeah. I don't care if you're a kid. I'm gonna come back later but in the form of a demon. <laughs> Into your room. No, but they should be. Eat you alive. They should be afraid of somebody. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind playing that role, yeah. especially if they're horrible. Well, me, I suppose politicians, oh. because because they're in a position of power, mm -hmm. and sometimes they enact I don't know something laws or whatever, but it's not for the the benefit of the greater good, but mm -hmm. because maybe it's against uh, you know a, a rival in mm -hmm. politics mm -hmm. or something for their own benefit. And maybe they don't see it now. Maybe it's just, you know, um, I need the, the money or something or whatever, or this is for my own end. But they don't see the, the tentacles of the things that they enact. And mm -hmm. it, it goes, it reaches uh, beyond, over and beyond what they thought it would be. Mm, do you have any politician in mind specifically? A lot. <laughs> A lot. You know, and, and sometimes it's really scary. So oh. we have to be very careful who we put into power. Elections. Elections coming up next coming year. Coming up next year. Yeah, so just be careful. All right, well, that's going to do it for us here Thank on The you. Morning Thank Rouge. You. Thanks for joining us. Thank hey, you. Chili teas tonight. 
on the RX Concert Series. And you know what? If ever, you know, like establishments would like to enforce certain security measures, especially mm -hmm. it's 9-11, please be patient. Be it's patient. for our Comply. own good. Yeah. And can we just acknowledge the LaSalle students here? They're here. They're <laughs> about to come into the booth. Yeah, to observe. Uh, they're going to observe the, well, jump start with Fran and Iggy. All right, we're going to have to go. Come back tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye, guys. Hey.